Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, no. so, oh, 
Oh, yeah, no. I know, right? But yeah, it's all good. But 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 one quick thing before we get started. How's I know there's a lot been a lot of flooding in Maryland. So 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 how's things in the DC in the DC part of Maryland? How how are things holding up with the weather? Right quick. Well, DC is fine. Uh, you know that's not okay, what the good. issue is. The issue is near, uh, well, in the Ellicott City area where there was actually a huge flood just two years ago, back in 2016. And so that entire wow. area in which they had to rebuild is now completely damaged all over again. And oh, I feel bad no. for those that, that live in that region, man, because they're going through it all over again. And, um, <laughs> you know, especially with these small business owners that are there right. in the city of, of Frederick, it, it's, it's been tough for them. So, you know, mm. my prayers go out to them. And, and, yeah, and hopefully opinion. they can go ahead and, and rebuild, man. But whatever the issue is with the infrastructure that's dealing with the the, the, the flooding, I hope they go right. ahead and repair that thing quickly. So yeah, man, I, I do too. There's a lot of good people in the area that, that I know from my time in the DC area. So prayers up to them. And speaking of a person who needs prayers, we got mm-hmm. the NBA Finals that's going on right now. It's supposed to be, you know, Cleveland Warriors Part Four. We we'll get to that in a moment, but. What's really taking the center stage of all this is Brian Colangelo. Oh, yeah. The head man of the 76ers. What the hell is he thinking? I mean, what? I mean, all these burner accounts. I mean, I don't know if you checked out this story on, on the ringer.com, but they have a real, real deep, in depth look at this dude. First of all, apparently he's been having, he's been secretly, secretly operating five Twitter accounts that has been doing the following. A, criticizing NBA players, including Joel Embiid, Jaleel Okafor, and Nerlens Noel. That's right, mm-hmm. his own player, <laughs> his own star player, Joel Embiid, which he didn't draft, in, you know, by the way, Sam Hinkie did that. But speaking of which, two, he, debate, he debated the decisions of his own coaching staff, as well as criticizing former Sixers GM Sam Hinkie, you know, the author of, quote-unquote, The Process, and Toronto Raptors president Masai Uji. Uh, I know I butchered his last name, but for those of you who aren't familiar, Colangelo was a former president, and he was succeeded by uh-huh. his brother. Sorry. That's and right. So, and he, you know, and, and and that combined that with Sam Hinkie, you know, who he succeeded, and who actually is getting a little bit of credit for drafting uh, uh, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, as well as a host of scrubs, i.e., Okafor and Noel. Because you get the feeling that Colangelo is one insecure cat, especially given the fact that his dad is who he is. He's a, the, the the main cheese, the big cheese in all basketball. So they probably figure, oh, mm-hmm. you know, oh, you know, oh, you know, he's he's daddy's boy. You know, he's only got his position because of his pops. Whether it's true or not, it's just dripping with, with insecurity. Also. He also telegraphed the 2017 trade in which the Sixers acquired the Thunder one overall pick, Markel Fultz. That 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 you know that would become Markel Fultz. And he also, what was probably the most egregious, disclosed non-public medical information about Okafor and gossiped about Embiid and Fultz to members of the National Philadelphia Media. Now look, <sighs> I don't know if this is true or not, but and by the way. Since the ringer mentioned that they received an anonymous tip that Kalenja was doing this this stuff, and when you read anonymous tip, that's trend, that's code for someone who snitched on him. Exactly. <laughs> someone exactly. who had an actual guy who snitched on him. 
But someone who was in the know that to go ahead and snitch. Exactly, exactly. And, and even though Colangelo admitted to one of the tw- one of the Twitter accounts, mysteriously, two other of the allegedly five Twitter accounts actually went to private right after the story broke, and the Ringer didn't even cover the uh, those 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 particular two Twitter accounts. Yeah. This doesn't look good for Colangelo, but but uh, let me get your thoughts on what this or what you or, or who you would call a Bama <laughs> Colangelo was doing while he's being a, while being the president of basketball operations, no less. How why he's stupid to to shit like this? Let's see. And you're right. That is the one adjective that I would use for for Colangelo in this situation. Um, but you know, Bama is one that I use. For a lot of things, I've called hot sauce Bama. I've called a cat Bama. You know, I've called a car Bama. So it's one that I overuse, but this one it really fits, right? Because of the fact that he's gone through, and like you said, not only has he trashed his predecessors, he's also gone through and trashed Bamas. See, once again, there I go. He trashed Bamas mm-hmm. who have succeeded <laughs> him. Trashed Bamas that he didn't draft that he ended up having to, to you know. So to be the president of trash bammers that he drafted, trapped the potential bammers that they were going to have, um, leaked information about bammers that, that were on their squad that they were looking to deal. And to make it even more interesting, even outside of all the stuff that, that, that went on in terms of him talking about the two teams in which he was, um, uh, you know, in which he was the president of, this bammer decides that not only is he going to use these burner accounts to follow the media in those particular cities, which I find to be a, 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 a stitch sign right there. Why don't you go ahead and follow all of them, or at least one major publication in all of the major cities in the NBA, at least, and then some of some other cities, so people don't follow the trail. But the one that really sticks out is the fact that he was following the basketball team of his son's Twitter account. Really? Wow. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, man. And then it just continues to get worse. So, I, I just feel bad for this Bama man. Because, I mean, I understand. Like you said, he's coming off the heels. He is the son uh, 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 of Jerry Coagulo. And, 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 you know, of course, there are a lot of people who believe that he got his start potentially as the son of. But, dude, mm-hmm. you've been in the league for over 25 years. You know, yeah. I, I understand that, you know, nepotism does go a long way. But in the NBA, if you're not succeeding, you're not going to keep getting jobs. Well, I take that back. There is that does happen. I, I, let me let me let me rephrase that. But the thing is, <laughs> you're not going to continue to get jobs because you're the you're the son of you know maybe someone likes you for for the for the job that you've done, the the, the good job that you've done. But uh, unfortunately, man, this man just thinks that. Oh man, I I don't I don't even know what to say about this Bama right now, man. Because it's just funny to me that 25 plus years in the game, and you're still insecure. Right. You know, I, 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 you know, we talk about KD and we laugh at KD for having burner accounts, and there are other athletes that probably have burner accounts as well. But these are guys, you know, who are in their 20s, and who probably have some bravado about them. And I understand it's not to say that bravado ends when you're in your 50s or 60s. But at right. some point, man, you gotta let it go. Let it go. 
dude is fifty three. He's about he's gonna be fifty three years old tomorrow. Yeah. He should know better than this. He should know better. I mean, look again. He's daddy's boy. He's he's Jerry Colangelo's boy. You know, Jerry Colangelo. We all know who Jerry Colangelo is. Those who us who are basketball who avid basketball fans. He's the man when it comes to basketball, and he's behind yeah. the USA uh, basketball being like having this resurgence that they, they've been having. You know, and, mm-hmm. and the fact that he succeeded a guy in Philly, who actually jump started the process, even by albeit by by tanking seasons after season after seasons, he they nailed he nailed the last last two picks, you know, Embiid and uh, Simmons, and and if that wasn't bad enough, and, you know, and now Colangelo's having to Brian has, has to hear all this credit given to Hinky, even though Hinky got his ass fired because. They, they tanked so much, but he was succeeded in Toronto to add insult to injuries to see by in Toronto by Masai, and yeah. you know of course you know you see how great Toronto's doing, so you know it's it's it probably sucks to be Brian Colangelo most days even though it shouldn't, given his insecurities and given given the fact yeah. that you know he comes from basketball royalty. But this is crazy, man. And 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 and, and uh, peep this, you know, like today, it's been alleged that his wife been <laughs> the mastermind behind a lot of those tweets, which is just as bad because uh, his wife probably wouldn't know anything about this crap if, if she, she hadn't heard her. Brian say anything. So why would why exactly. would she know about Joel and Beast's medical records? Why would she know about Markel Fultz? How, why would she know about all that? Because probably her oh. husband, like pillow talk, it's probably a lot of pillow talk going on. And let's just say for a second, I mean, she probably was, if she was doing all this shit, she had to find out from some way, some, 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 someone, guess who that someone might be? Yeah. Brian Colangelo. Either way, this, oh. ain't, this is not a good look, obviously. I don't think he's going to, I mean, he's, gonna, he's lost a lot of trust, particularly with MB. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Simmons, especially with with faults, and if you're a general manager from opposing team, why the hell would you make a deal with this dude? And if you're a free agent, i.e. LeBron James after the season, why would you want to do this? Why? So that so this means to tell me, man, Colangelo's done. Not only in Philly, yes, but probably in all of the NBA, he's he's done. Yeah, and, and you know what? That was exactly what I was going to say. This is a very pivotal, pivotal. I tell you, this is a very pivotal off season for the Seventy Sixers. Right, it's just yes, coming it off is. of this great run with this with this very young team that they have. They have a lot of right. money. They have to sign yes. Embiid in order for them to stay at least at this level. Now they're also mm-hmm. talking about, of course, getting LeBron James or another high end free agent in order for that to happen. Coangelo cannot be there. Because there yeah. is no way that no one, like you just said, is going to trust this dude in, in order to be, in, you know, his boss. And to make it even more interesting, of course, for the tweets that Joel Embiid did see, he liked. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so that's a sign to let, let whoever did it know that, yeah, I saw right. these. I saw these. And, and, and that's going to, you know, influence my decision whatever that decision is going to be off-season. And for the Sixers' sake, really, you know, they need to go ahead. If I were the Sixers, 
I will pull a Roger Goodell and just go ahead and fire him t- tomorrow. Right after game one of the NBA Finals, just go right. ahead and interrupt the flow of the finals by coming out with this big news, regardless of your investigation. Once again, think about I would want you to tell this. Regardless of an investigation and interrupt what's going on, I would just go ahead and find this dude. Yeah. Very you right. Got to get him the hell out of there. You got to get Brian Colangelo the hell out of there because you want your team to get better. You got You got it because this is a, this is Phillies at a crossroads. They are in, yeah. they are a year or two ahead of schedule. Right, uh-huh. they won 52 games in the regular season. What a, on a 16 game winning streak? They're yeah. hot, man. They're they're hot like hot pants. <laughs> um, I mean, the <laughs> thing is, is, is that uh, that's an old school reference for y'all. Um, but seriously, this is the Eastern Conference that's going to be probably be change, have a change another guard. One yeah. because it's it's likely that LeBron James is not going to stay in Cleveland after this season, right? Mm-hmm. So. You got Boston with um, with with Kyrie Irving and, and 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 Gordon Hayward coming back to a team that's with a bunch of young studs, man. Even though I think one of those guys will probably ha- uh, have to go for playing time reasons, which is a good problem yeah. to have if you're Danny Ainge and the Celtics. Then you have Toronto. Even though I don't know who's going to coach do, the, do a better coach the other season as the Wayne Casey did, but Nevertheless, they have lots of talent. Then you got Milwaukee Bucks who arrive, who are a team on the rise. Then you have uh, uh, Indiana, the Pacers with Victor Oladipo, who's now proven to be that dude, is on the rise. And yeah. who the hell knows where LeBron's going to end up? It's, it's, it's changing. The East is changing right before our eyes. So Philly is sitting there, 16 game winning streak to end the regular season. They they did a decent job in the playoffs, even though Boston smacked them around unexpectedly. But hey, we see why Boston just is just good and deep and well coached. But and Brett and, the, and Brett Brown, the head coach, said it himself, they need another superstar. They're one superstar away from getting over the possibly getting over the hump. Why mm-hmm. not? Out of LeBron James out there, you have uh, Paul George who's out there, who I think would be a better fit actually. In Philly, mm-hmm. um, and you have a host of others. Yeah, hell, you have a this this uh, um, uh, what's his name, uh, Kawhi Leonard, and San Antonio. The point is, is that if you are if you are a team like the Sixers on the precipice of a potential of a of a of a, of a potential run to greatness, i.e., I mean, you know what I mean, even though you have the Celtics in your in their way right now, um. You, 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 they're, they, they're on the precipice of something big. And you can't have someone like Colangelo still sitting in his ass in his office, still, still on the job after all this has come out because players talk and players listen and players read. Yeah. Why would they want to work for a dude, a playable organization, like, like for a dude who is so insecure and so careless and reckless like this? I mean, sharing medical records are confidential with – to the public like this? Really? He, he, he has to go. He has to go. There's no other way around it. There isn't. No, it isn't. But anyway, we'll see what happens with, with, with Twitter game. <laughs> it's always <laughs> something in the media, man. I swear to God. Anyway, let's go from what's baffling to what should be 
lopsidedly entertaining, the 2018 NBA Finals. Dude, I mean, you know, I, I'm i not even going to spend too much time on this. I think it's just an ass whooping like waiting to happen. I, I, you know, I think that the the Warriors, even though people say that they got lucky against the the, the uh, Rockets because they have Chris Paul, but I still thought that the Warriors were a better team than the Rockets. Mm-hmm. And just that for some reason it was it was it was it went to seven games instead of the six or five as I predicted. But nevertheless, it was a great uh, Western Conference Finals. But even though Cleveland did well, even though LeBron James and the boys did well against Boston, winning game seven at the Garden, which was like man's game right there. Um, yeah. I don't think they have anything left for, for Golden State. I mean, just, I mean, LeBron, yeah, he's the best player in the world, but it's just LeBron, it's just LeBron and the four dwarfs. And going against like three, maybe you know, possibly four future Hall of Famers, and Stephen Curry, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, and, um, and Draymond Green, they have no shot in hell. It's just, I mean, and, and, and Cleveland was more talented on paper last year with Kyrie Irving, and they got Jalen mm-hmm. and, and, and they got Jimmy swept. So if it goes beyond five games, I'd be shocked. And you know, I said on my blog post, if 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 if, if Cleveland were to actually win this thing, on top of that, that that player should kiss Rose and Barnum. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Before wow. I took it back, but people were like, nah, bro, you got to kiss that was bigoted lips of hers. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, God. I think, uh. my, 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 I think my will to live has been sapped away right now. But I don't think I have to worry <laughs> about it because, again, the, the Warriors should win this in four or five games. Five games time. They should. But you know what? The the, uh, the Cavaliers are playing a, a good game as of this minute. But the thing is, uh, give them time. Golden State will come back and blow the asses out in the third quarter like they've been doing all playoffs. Give it time. And that's exactly <laughs> what I was just about to say. The third <laughs> quarter. If you can't yeah. survive that third quarter wave by the Golden State Warriors, then uh, yeah. you, you're not going to end up competing with this team. And that's the thing. I truly believe, in order for it to happen. Uh, Cleveland has to have a big enough lead, and they have to be able to trade baskets with Golden State. And I'm not necessarily saying threes for threes, but if they can somehow get threes for twos and and, and not take a lot of bad shots, which is something that I would expect for some of the players of, of the Cleveland Cavaliers, i.e. Right. LeBron James, who has a huge basketball IQ, to know that, you know what, if I'm not making shots from, from this distance, then I need to go ahead and get easy buckets. That'll be the thing. That that'll be the way for them right. to, to compete. Now I I heard right. someone say that earlier today that Cleveland can also compete defensively with Golden State. All they need to do is watch Houston's game tape. Yes. I laughed yes. when I heard them say that said that. <laughs> no, but I laughed when I heard them say that. Because who on Cleveland is, is Clint Campella? PJ Tucker. Right. Right. And Gordon, you know what I'm saying? Defensively, from what I've seen of this team, they are not the Houston um, Rockets defensively. Now, right. the thing is, they're going to have to stay close in games and hope that Golden State makes mistakes in order for them mm-hmm. to beat them. 
I don't see them locking down Golden State defensively. I just don't see it. But they're, they're doing it. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they, they got Golden State at 40 right now, but it's six minutes to go. I still believe that Golden State can go ahead and put up at least another 10, if not 12, to end out this half to at least give them 52. But, yeah, you're not you're not holding Golden State, Cleveland Cavaliers, to under 100 points uh, in a game during the series. If they do, I would be shocked. I really would, and that would be the game that Cleveland would win if they hold them under uh, 100. Uh, but I don't, right. I don't see it. I, I don't see this game defensively doing it. Like I, like I said, I didn't see them doing it the entire playoffs. It just happened to be within the Toronto series. Right. Mentally, Toronto made mistakes, and same thing with Game 7 in, in with Boston. It just happened to be, you know, with Boston shooting 33% from the field, 17 for seven right. three. That's basketball IQ right there. You need to stop yes. taking these threes and start taking better shots. And they were taking horrible shots in the second half against Cleveland, and that's how they won. Boston taking bad shots, and Cleveland was capable of getting a 19, 20-point game out of someone not named Kevin Love, and that was Jeff Green. I'm going to need someone from Cleveland to consistently do that. I don't trust them to do that, and I don't trust Golden State to make those type of shooting mistakes throughout an entire series. That's why I agree Cleveland is going down to five. You know what? Let's go back to Houston for a minute, brother. I'm glad you mentioned them in pass, albeit in passing. What uh-huh. the hell was Dan, 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 Mike, Mike D'Antoni thinking? You know, especially in game seven. Okay? Uh-huh. Houston has, you know, the first half, they dominated Golden State down low. They bullied them. They played football yeah. with them all series long, which is smart. But, I mean, you know, halftime is a game of adjustments. Time, it's time to make adjustments. You know, Houston was up by 12. You know, they got that layup from uh, Eric Gordon to end the half. I mean, you know, my mm-hmm. dad and I, we were thinking, because I was down in North Carolina over Memorial Day weekend, we were like, oh, boy, Houston's making it look easy. And then, as Golden State does, they make the, the you know you know they made the adjustment, and mm-hmm. they came out like like game busters in the third quarter. But one thing that you notice is that Houston started t- still took a whole lot of threes. A lot of those threes were contested, and yeah. to the point where they went just John uh, uh, Starks like from the three point line. They went. They missed so. 27 straight three-pointers. 27 straight mm-hmm. three-pointers. You figured out the three-pointer number 12 at the latest. They were like, you know what, let's just go, let's go let's just do what we did against them in the first half, ban those boys down low. They have no true rim protector. And let's, let's get this lead. And, and, you know, I don't know who was in there Tony's ear at halftime. You know, normally, you know, they get the stats again, you know, because they have to make adjustments or whatever or see what's been working. They had to see all those points in the paint. They had to see all those. They had to see Clint Capella just making highlight dunk at the highlight dunk on yeah. those boys. They had to see all They had to see all that. He has to see all that. And what does Mike D'Antoni do? We're going to come out and shoot some more threes. Really? Really? Exactly. They had, Poor. I mean, they had, yeah, they had Clay Thompson at three fouls to start the game. And you, you didn't go back him. to that? I don't know what they were thinking when they did that, exactly. 
Bad basketball like you. Come on, dude. Really? Bad basketball oh. like you. Yes. I will say this. Like you. To, to quote my friend Tawana Mack, mm-hmm. if it ain't super wet, take it to the holes. Yes. And that's exactly what Houston should have done, and they didn't. And, and you're right. It, 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 they looked very Duke Blue Devil-ish. Live yeah. by the three, die by the three. And this was a team that, yes, they shot the most three-point uh, three attempts in the regular season. They shot more threes than they shot twos this past season. And they thought that that was their way of winning. But, bruh, at some point, you got to realize this ain't working and we're not putting up any points, and they are. We have yeah. to take it to the hole. We got to make buckets. And, and, and it just – it. it it surprised me to sit there and watch this number one seed with the talent that they have, not yeah. try to go ahead and at least get easy buckets for that length of time. It, it was it, it, it baffled my mind. It really did. Um, I mean, it went back to James Harden dribble, 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 dribble. Take the shot with two seconds left on the shot clock. Bad three. There goes Golden State the the, the other way. They're a quick two, easy two. Next time, same thing. Dribble, 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 dribble. Fast break, pull up three, boom, money. And they they basically, Houston basically shut itself out of the game, basically. Yeah. They, they, they shot the way out of a 12-point halftime lead at home in the game seven to those guys. And by the way, when, when would that totally, uh, take a timeout? Is he still not taking any timeouts? No. He still has three timeouts left from uh <laughs> from Monday oh. night. Oh, just terrible. That's just terrible basketball. Terrible basketball. I mean what the hell is he gonna do with them all summer? What is he gonna do with those timeouts? Uh, take him to Cancun, you know, take him on a holiday, guess. you know, probably spend them like, you know, Starbucks bucks. Who knows, mm-hmm. man? I have no idea. I have no well, idea. Go, I know what he won't be doing with him. He won't be using them during the NBA <laughs> Finals. That's what he yeah, won't exactly. be doing with him. Exactly. Well, let me get you out on this, brother. Can you give me – can you try and convince me to watch the NBA Finals? Is there a way to convince me? I mean, I mean, because, look, we're an exciting NBA player. One of the most exciting the – most, the most exciting NBA players in recent, in recent memory. We we'll, we'll, we'll mm-hmm. went on the opening round, second round kind of saw it, but the conference finals round was very exciting. It was very exciting. And now we get this. Cavs, Warriors, part four, four straight, which is cool in a way because, you know, we all love dominance, right, in sports. But uh-huh. this is lopsided, man. This is so lopsided. I mean, if, if Boston had made it, this would have been a six-game series at the very mm-hmm. least. If Houston had, would, would have made it, you know, with his Cavs or Celtics, it would have been possibly a seven-game series at yeah. the most. But this, is, but this shit here, man, why, why the hell would I want to watch a gentleman sweep waiting to happen? Just to basically you know try what? and convince your, your boy here to, to tune in. Why should I tune into this? this? There are two great reasons. Right? Okay. Anti-LeBron. Reason or anti-LeBron reason it would be you get a chance to watch this dude catch one on the chin by quite possibly 
the best team of this decade. And, you right. know, ever since the inception of the NBA, we've had great uh, 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 teams of the decade, you know, from the mm-hmm. Minnesota Lakers or the Minneapolis Lakers to the Boston right. Celtics right. to the, the, the Lakers and the Celtics in the 80s to the Bulls to and the Spurs to the Lakers again. And now yep. we're at the, it could be Golden State. So this is your chance to see the crowning achievement. This will be, what, their third title in four years? That's with, right. With, with this team? And, and then you, especially if you're pro-Mike, anti-LeBron, this will be, what, uh, uh, the sixth final loss for, yeah, the sixth in the final. Uh, yeah. uh, for LeBron James? That'll be a great reason to watch it. Another great reason to watch? What happens if this Cavalier team surprises Golden State? And they do it with this (laughs) bunch of guys. You know, Uh we've heard LeBron say for years on other teams or other makeups within either Cleveland or Miami that he needs help. I would say Uh even in his early years, this this team is probably – Ooh, I almost want to say it's as bad as the first run of the Cleveland Cavaliers that went to the finals when he had uh, Jameson and those guys. I think this yeah. team is, is that bad. Larry right? Hughes. Exactly. So, Ilgowski yeah. uh, uh, is. So, if, if if this team, which I think may be slightly worse than them, if this team is capable of beating the Golden State Warriors with KD, Curry, um, Durant and 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 and, and Thompson. Mm-hmm. Once again, they they've beaten this team twice in the NBA Finals, and that's just another jewel in LeBron's crown, and just more fodder for the LeBron fans in their ever going debate on who's better between LeBron and and uh, 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 and Mike. And, and this will this will be a cap for this particular run as a fourth seed, right. making it to the NBA Finals and doing it that way. So, yeah, that would be your excuse to watch it if you're a LeBron fan. So there you go. Those, those are the two reasons why I think that you should watch it. Now, me, I'm expecting mm-hmm. the, 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 the earlier to happen for this to go five and this to be, you know, a show. But Cleveland's looking, excuse me, they're looking very competitive right now in the first half. Time yeah. ball game. With a minute and four seconds to go at 53. Yep. So if if, yep. if if they can continue to play like this, it might be a, a competitive series. It just happens to be that they lose in five. Now, if it's an ugly five-game series, then, yeah, I wouldn't even tune in. Matter of fact, I think that this might be the, the most lopsided NBA series dating back to uh, the L.A. Lakers and Orlando Magic with Dwight Howard with yeah. Orlando. Yeah, you know, that, that, yeah, yeah, might be that lopsided, but you know, I don't, I don't even think that that series was that competitive, even though that um, uh, Orlando did win a game. And I think they won that game mm-hmm. in LA. I could be wrong, but yeah, it was in yeah, Orlando. This, yeah, yeah, they should have won one game. They should have won game two. They should have exactly. And 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 the thing is, it's a possibility that Cleveland will give us flashes. And make you right. think that you know with the way that they played, it could it it, it might be competitive, but I just believe that uh, that Golden State is going to end up 
uh, outplaying them and outlasting them in, in, in these five games. And it looks like your boy Draymond has gotten another technical, and of course he got it on LeBron. <laughs> With a hard foul, of course. Of course he got it. Of course. We just laid that out. Of course he got it. Of course it was that. You know, we're not even out of the first half yet, and of course, uh, uh, Draymond gets his first technical against LeBron. So there you go. (laughs) There you go. He couldn't have a three without one. Right. Well, nevertheless, Cleveland's going to get the asses beat. So (laughs) so (laughs) it is what it is there. But we'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, it does look up a clip. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> thank you, bro, for joining me, man. We'll, 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 like, we'll do this again hopefully next week. No diggity. Yes, sir. All right, peace out. That's my guy, Dwayne Nash. Please check him out on Sleazy Radio here on Blog Talk Radio every week, as well as the Yard Search HBCU Sports, where you ask about all things HBCU Sports. Thank you for tuning in to Cloud Hour. This is Scott Burke signing off. Oh, six. Pray for the calves tonight. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.